The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan on News Talk. Now, some good news from the EU this week. The Parliament voted in favour of the right to repair. But what is that? Jess Kelly, our technology correspondent, knows all. Uh, Jess, what is it? This is something that has been a long time coming. Um, basically, anyone who's ever had a smartphone and smashed the screen, you know that fear when you drop your phone, you pick it up and you see your 700, 800, 900 quid phone smashed a bit. And then you immediately say, when am I doing an upgrade? <laughs> yeah, exactly. And if it's not for a while, you then go and find out how much it costs to get your screen repaired. And in some instances, it can be 400 or 500 euro, which is soul destroying. So what the EU has now voted in favour of is bringing in the right to repair, which will put the onus on the companies to facilitate the repair of devices. That is in terms of making parts available. So if you want to DIY at home or bringing the cost down because it has been cost prohibitive for such a long time to do things like a screen repair or a battery replacement or any of those things that do go wrong. Mm. So this is actually on the on the surface level and then when you dig a bit deeper, this is good news for your pocket and for the environment as well. So how will it work? So the way, this is still going to be ironed out because this is going to be a bit of a headache for the brand's point of view. Um, I have been obviously talking about tech for years and years and years and years. And one of the things that crops up time and again is how difficult and how, I suppose, protective Apple in particular yes. are when it comes to who is allowed to repair their phones. So if you go into a shop, you know, here in Dublin city centre and ask them to replace your screen, they will say, yeah, no problem. They'll charge you the money, but they may not be using uh, certified Apple products. Mm. They may not be using certified Apple tools and they may not have been trained the Apple way. This is all going to have to change now. Apple will have to play ball, not only in training that up and facilitating it, but then also bringing the cost down because the cost is the big thing. I know one of our colleagues actually was telling me a while ago, his wife smashed her Apple watch. And Apple said, do you know what? It's just easier if we give you a new one rather than the repair, which is bananas and it is incredibly wasteful. So brands will now have to facilitate this repair. And it's not just your phone. I should point that out as well. It's for your bikes. It's for your washing machines. It's for your fridges. Whatever it is, uh, companies now will have to facilitate this. Uh, I think there are certain criteria where, you know, if it's too cost prohibitive, or if it's too complex, uh, then the right to repair mm. doesn't apply. Uh, repair doesn't apply. But I do think that there will be case by case scenarios where this needs to get ironed out um, a bit more. I mean, might Apple just say, nah, we're not going to play ball with this? Yeah, I'm, I'm just thinking of the um, USB C chargers that we were yeah. meant to be using to charge all our devices <laughs> now. And every house still has, well, we still have the old USB charge, yeah. whatever they were, um, kind of the, the Android USB, chargers, yeah. uh, USB C chargers, and we still have our Apple chargers. Now, from next year, all of that is going to change. So I Apple will be with USB-C by next year. You have it already. I have it already. Oh, Jess is so I'm far magic. ahead. Uh, I have the iPhone 15 Pro. So the iPhone 15, which came out in September, was the first Apple device. But this is another good thing that the EU has done for us in in terms of bringing in that universal charger. Because as you said, like I know on my bedside locker, I have my Kindle charger. I have my uh, charger for my Switch. I have a different charger for the iPhone. And it is a bit much. Now, bit by bit, any new devices sold from next year will have the USB-C, which is great. And then if anything goes wrong with those devices, you will have the right to repair. The good news, and there's Mm -hmm. always a shining beacon, the perfect child, the golden child, Nokia 
have introduced repairable smartphones in recent years. Okay. I've reviewed a few of them on uh, the Pat Kenny show. So they bring out devices that are made from sustainable materials and you can buy the iFixit kit. So this is a kit that you buy. You go to the website, you put in the model of phone that you're using and it'll give you a step-by-step and video tutorial of how to take the phone apart and do the repairs. So will any old Egypt then be able to repair their phones? I would love to say yes, but no. Okay. It is complex. I, this will surprise no one, I was a dorky teenager. I used to always take laptops apart and I used to really enjoy, I know, don't pull a face at me. I, I was that child and I'm proud of it. I'm not really. Uh, but things like, you know, fixing the motherboard, swapping out the RAM, increasing the storage, all that kind of stuff. It's straightforward when you know what you're doing. When I tried to repair that Nokia phone that arrived in for review, I very much enjoyed it. But I can see you here now tossing your iPhone around Well, your I hand. just took off my little cover on my iPhone to see. I mean, you know, unlike other phones, I don't even know how to open it. Yeah. And this is where the right to repair sounds great. And, you know, you're absolutely going to be able to give it a go at home. But there's nothing to say that if I gave you the correct screwdriver to take the back off your phone, that you wouldn't actually do more damage than uh, the repair. There are two tiny screws at the bottom of your phone and then there are suction cups that will lift the back off. But the wires and the cables inside these phones are so delicate that if you were to pull it off too fast or anything like that, you could actually do more damage to the device. So although, as I said, this is good news, I don't know that I'd be endorsing the right to repair or the DIY approach to every single person. You probably do need to have delicate hands, mm. a bit of patience and the ability to see the tiny little screws because when you take them out of an iPhone, they are so minuscule. They disappear. Uh, so you just need to be very, very careful. Um, I'm due an upgrade anyway. Are I was you due finally a- getting a new phone? Well, I don't think I bother actually. I was due one in the summer and I haven't bothered because it still works. And you've got to pay for the upgrade. I mean, they're not free. So I think I'm just going to stick with this phone. It works, you know, it rings people and I can WhatsApp. I see, I I want to push you to get an upgrade, but I don't want people to give out to me for encouraging consumerism and wastefulness. So I won't say anything. Um, Is, so you mentioned Nokia. um, Others, I assume, then will follow suit. Well, they were kind of, they're similar kits if this is going to be the the thing that the EU will encourage. Yeah, the the iFixit kit, you can actually go onto their website and just buy it. It strikes me it's cheaper to just send a little kit out to people if they wanted than have to, uh, the other scenario you mentioned, than training up people in stores how to fix a whole myriad of different types of phones. Yeah, I think that that approach will Plus work. people might break their own phone and then they'll have to buy a new one as well. But that's also the fear factor. But also it's the cost of the parts. This is the big thing. I've okay. spoken to different people, different people who work in repair shops and they will say that the cost for those shops to get the replacement screen or the replacement battery is pretty extravagant and they then have to pass that cost on to the consumer. So the big onus here is going to be on the brands to try and bring down the cost of the parts and also we need to make sure that the parts that we get to to repair our devices are genuine parts and that we're not putting Mickey Mouse technology or Mickey Mouse screens onto our Notions devices uh, because that's just not up to scratch either. So although this week is a big week in terms of the right to repair there are still so many details to be ironed out yet. Uh, It's not the phone's fault, it's the user's fault, says one of our listeners. I bought my iPhone 6S at Christmas 2015 and I only replaced it this month, so almost eight years. Stop blaming the manufacturers and start blaming the stupid, <laughs> lazy consumers that don't care for their phones, says Brian in Dublin. Fair. Brian, fair point. The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan. Weekdays from four on News Talk.